drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Ooh. Uh, we are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. I am Lee. I am Brett. Were you waiting for a cue then? No, or? I was trying to remember how to say it in German. <laughs> ich heiße Lee. Ich bin Brett. Is ich I have Brett. <laughs> Isn't heiße like the more formal version of... I don't know, Lee. Ich I only did in year seven. Heiße. Das ist mein Hamburger. Meaning. My name is. So I think you said I am Brett. Yeah. And I said my name is Lee. Willkommen, Willkommen, bienvenue, welcome. Zwei drinken cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> That's how you just make anything sound German. Is you just make yeah. an un yeah. on the end. Yeah, yeah. Or you just. That's Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> That's not cabaret. Anyway, um, we are doing a preview episode, as you may have worked out by the title that says it's a preview episode, and you also may have worked out by the title and our terrible German that we are doing cabaret. It is because this year we are looking at anniversary movies. I think that's going to be our thing going forward, because in 2023, there'll be anniversaries as well. I think every year there's anniversaries. Yeah, so I think we that's kind of make it our thing. How it works. We're doing cabaret. We are doing cabaret. 1972. Correct. 50 years. Yes. <laughs> um, 50 years of 50 years cabaret. of cabaret. The uh, movie. Welcome. Bienvenue. Welcome. Is that in Love, Simon, they're doing cabaret? Yeah. And in Schitt's Creek? Yes. Okay. Must have just became available to use. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean like this year every amateur theatre person's going to do it? Yeah. Apparently they're all doing Mamma Mia. Shane's playing, or Dad's doing two Mamma Mias. Shane's playing in one of them, which is incredibly surprising. Because and you know what Dad's going to say the second time he does it? Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, oh, end of episode. It's That's incredibly. <laughs> Surprising that my husband decided to play in the orchestra for Mamma Mia because amongst the people that know him, it is extremely well known how much he hates ABBA. Does he hate ABBA more than he likes paychecks? <laughs> it's amateur theatre, mate. We're not talking about paychecks. <laughs> All right, mate. Um, I don't think he's played cabaret. I've not. Dad's done it. I'm sure Dad yeah. has been the musical director for Cabaret. But it, that one did not star Liza Minnelli. No. Because that was in Altona. And as we'll get to <laughs> later in the show. Oh, don't give too much away. Show. The show. As we've, uh, as I mentioned in the other preview episode for Wayne's World, we're going to share around the previewing and the research uh, because we're two brothers yeah, previewing movies. So Brett is going to do cabaret. Yes, because it's old movie. Not only am I going to do cabaret, but I'm also going to preview the movie. Yep, his show's See. coming. Brett's show's coming up at the Butterfly Club. No, you're not actually doing cabaret. No, I'm not. Nobody wants to see that. Can you dance on a chair though? Isn't that what that's what I cabaret can dance is. on a chair? 
Not as well as a pussycat doll, but I can dance on a chair. What about, what's her name that I can't remember and she does cabaret? Ali something is married to Adam Hills. I, what is, I got nothing. She does, she's a cabaret Melbourne, like she's a cabaret star oh, okay. in Melbourne. Broadbent? Ali Broadbent? No, she is. Jim she Broadbent. A, um, she a news person. Ali Broadbent? I just made that oh, name Oh, the up. host of today, Alison yeah. Langdon. Yeah, is it her? Yeah, she doesn't do cabaret. Oh. Um, I don't know. I don't go to the cabaret. Ali McGregor. You know why I don't go to the cabaret? Because life is a cabaret. My oh, friend. old chum. Yeah, old chum. I don't go to a cabaret for the same reason I don't go to theatre restaurants. It's one step away from like being too much a part of what's going on. Yeah, I don't want to be roped into the thing. It's almost panto-y. You know, yeah. like that one time we went and saw that comedy show and they were in the crowd trying to pick people out to come on stage. Yeah. And they picked the person sitting next to me. Oh, my I God. I freaked out. And then I worked out that then the person had to wear some costume and i was like well they were never going to pick me because that wouldn't fit me oh yeah but also they probably didn't pick us because we were like intensely studying our toes at that point you were like don't make eye contact yeah then i would pick you if that was me being a dick doing the show anyway but they're all plants surely i don't think anybody gets pulled up from the crowd into um cabaret this movie certainly not well I was going to say cabaret at the moment, certainly not unless they've got a rat test on the side of the yeah, stage. Just, go, just do this test quickly, yeah. please. Can you just take this swab uh, and in we'll three come to, back and get you and in three to five days <laughs> yeah. we'll have your result and you can be part of it. They're all plants anyway, surely. Uh-huh. Have you been to a theatre restaurant? Uh, no, I don't think I ever will. Like a Dracula's or nah. a Crazy Witch Asians? No, I can't, I can't work out if it's culturally insensitive no, or not. No, it's Crazy Rich Witches. It's not that's crazy much, witch Asian. That's much that's less I, culturally yeah, yeah, insensitive. Well, yeah, anyway, in that's Melbourne, one of our bigger tangents. In Melbourne, got. for people who aren't from Melbourne, Witches in Britches is a theatre restaurant. It's the only one left in Melbourne. Because yes. Dracula's is Dracula's gone. Dracula's is gone. Is that a niche I could fill? You just said you don't even like going to them. No, but like I know actors. What are you going to be? Are you going to be Cher in burlesque? Is that what you're trying could, to be right now? Could I make frequent friars into like oh an airline themed theatre restaurant? And then occasionally someone comes out and plays Leonardo DiCaprio pretending to be a pilot in Catch Me If You Can. No. Nah. There's not enough theatre. I mean, you in could do it airlines. whether you'll make money off it. Yeah, true. <laughs> Cabaret, Cabaret was released in 1972. It was released in AD. July 1972 AD, yes. In Australia, um, February 1982 in America, same sure. as Wayne's World. Why not? Um, what can you tell us about it, brother? My memory of it. Oh, the pricey from memory. Yes. Is that Liza Minnelli sings songs for Nazis in pre-World War II Berlin and then falls in love with a random English guy while this weird MC bloke sings even weirder songs. And wears weirder costumes. Yeah. My memory is there's underground cross-dressing and Nazis. Not cross-dressing Nazis. I mean, maybe. There probably was. Um, Underground, club, Liza, MC. Lisa McCune. Did she do it professionally? Not in this movie. No, but I'm th- obviously cabaret is a theatre thing as well. And I don't think I've seen the movie, but I've seen the f- stage show. Okay. Not with Lisa McCune, though. 
But right. she might have played Liza Minnelli on the stage. Okay. Continue. Right. Um, yes, that's what I remember. Okay. About the cabaret. What does Wikipedia remember? <laughs> Wikipedia <laughs> remembers a lot. So Liza Minnelli. Wikipedia remembers that Cabaret is a 1972 American musical drama film directed by Bob Fosse, starring Liza Minnelli, Michael York, and Joel Grey. Michael York, who has also been in a previous movie that we've reviewed. Of Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Number two. Set in Berlin. Which is connected to Rob Lowe, who plays young number two, who was in oh, Wayne's World. Yeah. Who was in... No, I don't know what he was in with Kevin Bacon. Anyway, set in Berlin during the... So, wi- Rob Lowe Weimar. was big in the 80s. He would have been in something with Kevin Bacon. Well, if not, then he was in that movie with Kiefer Sutherland, who was definitely in something with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Set in the Berlin during the Weimar Republic of 1931, under the presence of growing Nazi party, yep. the film is loosely based on the 1966 Broadway musical Cabaret by Kanda and Ebb, oh, which was adapted from Christopher Isherwood's semi-autobiographical novel The Berlin Stories and the 1951 play I Am a Camera, adapted from the same work. I don't know why you're a camera. Might have to look that up. Multiple numbers from the stage score were used in the film. Oh, that's all it says about the so actual plot. If it's loosely based, does that mean my memories of the stage show might not relate to the movie? It's loosely based. Well, I don't think it's that loosely based. Like, um, they cut some songs and add some songs in, which most movie musicals do. Yeah, hopelessly but, devoted you know, to you. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, they cut songs from the stage show. They put a new one in to give Liza another song. Get her an Oscar. Done. Done. Did she get an Oscar? What are, what are we talking about Oscar. awards for this one? It won eight Academy Awards. Oh, that's a lot more than Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it won the Academy Award for Best Actress. Okay. It won Best Original Song. It did not. It won Best... Adapted screenplay. It did not. Best director. Correct. Best visual effects supervision. (laughs) (laughs) It won best supporting actor as well for the MC, Joel Grey, who was also in the Broadway production of it. Okay. So he did that thing and did it again. Best director for Bob Fosse, best cinematography, best art direction, best sound, best original song score and adaptation, and best film editing. Mm. It won eight of its ten nominations, and the two that it lost were Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Picture. Oh, okay. So it is the movie that has won the most Oscars without winning Best Picture. What won? Godfather. Oh, well, there you go. Which we're doing next week. Yeah, which we will be doing shortly. So compare the pair. next week. We're not going to do a comparison. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're very Cabaret holds the record for most Oscars in by a film... Not honoured by Best Picture. Uh, it is it is listed as number 367 on Empire's 500 Greatest Films of All Time, which That's is saying something because it's not a like, sci-fi nerd movie. Yeah, it doesn't have Darth Vader in it. Yeah. It's a, quite a dubious record. Would dubious. you rather be nominated for 10, win Best Picture and one other, or win 8 of your 10 but not win yeah, Best it's Picture? it's weird, isn't it? It's like, but also, if you've won eight awards, why are you not the best? Yeah. 
How many others did Godfather win? Well, it won. Did it win that Best year, Adapted Screenplay? It won Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Picture, and Best Actor. That's it. Well, like. Because, like, there were three supporting actors in that same. Like, Robert Duvall, Al Pacino, and James Kahn were all nominated against each other for Best Supporting Actor. But then the cabaret guy won. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Speaking of interesting, what do you want to tell me about the cast? Oh, well. Because I heard you doing your research and you said that was a very good interestingly. Let me, there's a few interestinglys, right? One about the director. Okay. It was going to be Steven Spielberg. No. No. <laughs> Billy Wilder. Ooh. Who's some like it hot. Yes. Joseph L. Mankiewicz. All About Eve. Yes. And Gene Kelly, Xanadu, were briefly considered <laughs> by the film's producers to direct the project before Bob Fosse was hired. Did Gene, did, obviously Xanadu was after. Correct. Do you think Gene Kelly would have taken Xanadu if he had directed Cabaret? No. <laughs> A ca- potential Academy Award winner Gene Kelly probably would have went, sorry Liv. Not going to do Xanadu. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit... As much as I love 80s rollerblading. No. Who doesn't, though? Um, I'm going to also name some actresses. Okay. Ursula Andress. Considered for the role of Liza. Sally Bowles, yeah. Ursula Andress. Bond girl. Oh, yeah. Anne Margaret. Singing actress. Can dance, but Liza's a better singer. Faye Dunaway. Just held up by a... No, that's Faye Ray, held up by a giant gorilla. Jane Fonda. Aerobics. Jill Island. I don't know who she is. Island I-R-E? Yeah, like Ireland. Okay, not I-S-L. No. <laughs> Glenda Jackson. Don't know. Shirley MacLaine. Does she sing? Yeah, she okay. did Sweet Charity. Oh, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, Brenda Vaccaro. Don't know. Natalie Wood. We historically famous for not singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but historically famous for being very good at a musical. Yeah. This other small actress known as Barbara Streisand. Oh. Mm, who probably hadn't done a movie before now. Nope, she'd already done Funny Girl. Anyway. I'm not sure she's right for this type of movie, though. And then there's one more. They considered a lot of people. Julie Andrews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, a bit raunchy for Mary Poppins. Well, Julie Andrews would offer the role of Sally Bowles, but her manager refused because of the character's immortality. Immorality. <laughs> <laughs> That's a direct quote from the page, <laughs> and you fucked it up. Oh, I've on my second drink, can you I tell? I don't want to play this character, because I feel like this... Movie is going to be living forever, and I don't want to be. I don't want to have a legacy like that. <laughs> the, the film doesn't live forever. The character, <laughs> the character's yeah. immortality. I don't want to play this character because this is a character that's never going to die. Oh lord! Um, Barbara Streisand had done Funny Girl, Hello Dolly, On a Clear Day, You Can See Forever, The Owl and the Pussycat, before. Okay, so she's done some good movies. She 68, already won an Oscar 69 and seventy. Yep, she'd good. done those, and then in seventy two. She was in What's Up Doc and Up the Sandbox. That right. sounds wow. terrible. 
Let's leave that one alone. You know what? I'm going to start using up the sandbox. Up as the sandbox. The, Sorry about on. your yarbles. No, hang on. This up the sandbox is an American comedy drama film directed by Irvin Kirshner, right. who directed and wrote The Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. um, and starring Barbara Streisand. Paul Zindel's screenplay, based on the novel by Anne Roif, focuses on Margaret Reynolds, a bored young New York City wife and mother who slips into increasingly bizarre fantasies. The poster is a kind of pregnant-looking Barbara Streisand that doesn't really look like Barbara Streisand. It's like when you go to the cheap version of Madame Two Swords. Right. Strapped, tied to, not bondage style, just tied to a giant baby bottle. Okay, this dumb. Add it to our list, but Cle- cleverly, the sand from Streisand runs oh. into the title "Up the Sand Box." Up the Streisand Box. That changes the name completely. Up the that oh, Josh Brolin. There you go. There's got to be a porn parody was, of Up the Sand Box. Surely, is it someone who's her husband? Someone famous? Is it Brolin? Barbara Streisand's no, husband. Josh Brolin. Not Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin's oh, she's had dad. A lot of work done. Um, okay, she is spoused from to Elliot Gould from sixty-three yeah. to seventy-one. Josh Brolin, James Brolin, James Brolin, James Brolin is an American actor, producer, and director. He's the father of Josh Brolin, yep. husband of Barbara Streisand. He's won two go. Golden Globes and an Emmy. There you go. Okay. Um, this movie has a interesting connection. To a movie we've previously reviewed. Other than the ones we've already said. Yeah. Many of the interiors of the film were done on sound stages in Munich, which were recently vacated by the cast and crew of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. Mm. So, some of the dancers in Cabaret were Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompas. Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Come and it it yeah, works. See? Exactly. <laughs> Augustus Gloop was German, there. Yeah. German. See? Done. Done. Did Augustus Gloop grow up to be a Nazi? <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> well, wasn't he wearing some like Captain Von Trapp uniform the whole time? No, it's just Lederhosen. Right. Well, that seems racially insensitive. Georg Von Trapp. <laughs> Connected to Julie, Julie Andrews, Andrews, who is too much of a good girl to play Sally Bowles. Oh, is too much of a person that's going to die to play Sally Bowles. <laughs> Shut up. The budget, surprisingly, the budget is $4.6 million. Okay. Which seems like a lot of money because I don't remember when I was watching it, I don't remember it being that like impressively good looking, much like Liza herself. She think you think now she doesn't look impressive looking? Oh, I'm not getting into now, Liza. Because Barbara Streisand, I just looked her on Google. She doesn't look... How do I find out $4.6 million worth in 2021? 20, Google some conversion, inflation, something. 2021. Okay, here we go. The website is in, 20, 20, in 2013dollars.com. So 4.6... Four six hundred zero 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 seventy two to twenty twenty two fifty years later is thirty mil thirty point six million dollars. Is that a lot of money? I don't know for a movie. 
A movie that's not a Marvel movie that sounds like a lot of money. I don't know. What What do we find out? Look how, how much Spider Man was made for. Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, fucking. I don't know. One of the eighteen Spider Man movies that are coming out this year. It cost. Oh, I thought it cost one point six billion. It took one point. It's taken one point six billion. Yep. It cost two hundred million. So that's oh, a lot of money. Shit. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. $30 million. So $200 million is a lot of money. So this is a not an expensive movie, which makes sense for a musical. True. Although West Side Story... In the, what, the original movie? The 2021 one. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, it cost uh, $58.3 million. No, oh. that's the box office. Fuck's sake, I can't read. I don't know how to read. $100 million. Oh. Yeah, so it's underperformed. But like yeah. we said in the review, it's not because of it's a shit movie. No, it's because it was released in the middle of Omicron a week before Christmas. Mm. So to compare a 2021 musical cost $100 million to make, this one cost the equivalent $30 million. Yes, and did you know, Cabaret, AFI's greatest movie musicals, number five. Oh, Okay. Behind Hairspray, obviously. Behind probably West Side Story and Singing in the Rain and The Wizard of Oz. Yep. Um, and one more. Um, it is 100, AFI, 100 Years, 100 Songs, the one that Wayne's World was shortlisted for. It's number 18, Cabaret, the song Cabaret from Cabaret. Ooh, is 18. Number 18. And in the hey, AFI, 100 Greatest Movies of All Time is number 63. You want to know the one movie you missed from the top no, five? I, I, I can guess it Cabra- if you give so me enough time. You got you Cabaret, said Cabaret, Wizard of Oz, Wizard, West Side Story, Singing in the Rain. Rain. No, it's going to be in it. Wait, think, think, Brett, think. Look at my DVD case. It's um, like, is it an old one? Yeah, yeah. It's not like Hairspray or The Greatest Showman. It's not Guys and Dolls. Nineteen sixty-five. Oh, Sound of Music. Yeah, yeah. And then number six is Mary Poppins. And Moulin Rouge is on there. We're not in the top eight. Oh, the Star well, is Born, like 19, <laughs> 1954 is number seven. My Fair Lady, 1964 is number eight. Google only shows me the top eight before right. it makes me click the link. Okay. So there's the top eight musicals of all time. Yeah. Singing so in the Rain is number one. It has a very big legacy and is very well regarded as one of the greatest movies of all time. And there's a bit of gay shit in there too, I think. I know MC does not wear traditionally heteronormative clothing. I remember there being something about, like, she's in a love triangle. Not with MC. Not with MC, with, like, Basil Exposition and number two or something. Basil Exposition's in it? He's Michael York. I thought Michael York was number two. No. Number two is someone else. Michael York is Basil Exposition. Okay. Number two in Austin Powers is Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. And Robert Lowe. And Evan Farmer. Oh, great. In Austin Powers in Goldmember, which is coming up later this year. Okay. So, interesting. I know it's an iconic film. I just haven't seen it yet. Yes. You can't believe you've never seen the movie. I've seen the stage show. Why do I need to see the movie if I've seen Altona Civic (laughs) Theatre? Because it's Liza. It's Liza. (laughs) 
Anything more to say before we go and make people watch it? Nah. Watch Cabaret uh, this week. If you're a patron, you get to watch it early and we will mention your thoughts in our review episode. Thank you for doing your bits of research. Dankeschön. Brett, Dankeschön. That's a song, isn't Dankeschön, it? Dankeschön, darling, Dankeschön. And two ladies. Yeah. That's a love triangle, MC oh, and two ladies. That's, and then that maybe this time song that's in the movie wasn't originally in the movie, but it was from some other thing. That Kendra and Eb wrote that Liza sung with Judy at something, right? Yeah. And then Liza was like, You should put this in the movie. And they're like, No, it doesn't fit in with a cabaret thing. But then she did like a sharing burlesque thing and sung it by her own in an empty burlesque bar. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they put it in. And then Candace slash Eb, whichever one's which, um, Said was like, well, if we put an original song in, we probably would have got an Oscar for an original song. But no, we had to do this song that we were already written. Mm. So maybe this time is a song written by John Kander and Fred Ebb for actress Kay Ballard. Oh, Kay Ballard. It was later included in the 1972 film Cabaret, where it is sung by the character Sari Bowles, played by Liza Minnelli. So you're right. It had already been recorded and released twice in similar arrangements on Minnelli's debut studio album, Liza. Liza. Liza with a Z. It's got exclamation marks. Liza with a Z, not Liza with an S. And subsequently New Feelin, 1970, but it turned into a traditional pop standard after its 1972 inclusion in Cabaret. There you go. Okay. Um, Yeah, so you're right. It was recorded, written for something else and then put into Cabaret. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. On that note, we're just going to leave it. All right? Yeah. Thank you, Brett. Dankeschön. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheers. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.